Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. I'm 2K Baby who just jumped off the porch with DGB. It's going to get better. Day to day, they tell me keep my head up, yeah. Got caught in a way. All right, we got 2K Baby with us off the porch today, man. How you feeling, bro? What's poppin'? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, man. Appreciate you coming here, man. Uh, you've been blowing up since the summertime, man. What's the last six months been like for you? It's been like, it's been moving fast, but at the same time, I've been like trying my best to keep it, you feel me, under control. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like day by day. But I've been doing like everything I wasn't able to do before, like everything I've been wanting to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Did you expect things to take off so quickly for you? Mm, I've been waiting on it for a minute. <laughs> yeah. I've been waiting, but it, it did. It came unexpectedly, I guess, like the the way it came. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to come that way. Yeah, so. yeah. You've been enjoying it, though? Yeah. This is something you get used to? Yeah. That's what's yeah. up, man. And uh, you moved here to Atlanta last year from uh, Louisville. Mm. Um, is this how you planned it? Are you going to be blowing up once you moved out of here to Atlanta? Yeah, basically, like, I just, when I moved here, I didn't know nobody except for the few guys I knew and hmm. I did music with from back home. Yeah. So it was just really, like, the mindset just me versus Atlanta. Yeah. So I just got it. I just spoke, just kept trying to speak it into existence, just kept telling myself, I'm going to take over. Yeah. But, like, I still don't feel like I don't really took over Atlanta, for real. Hmm. Like, the way my music went and went, like, everywhere, like, all over the world and stuff, like, yeah. not really strong in the A yet. But yeah. I, mean, I got, I, I think I got some fans here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely going to start picking up for you too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you grew up in the projects on the south side of Louisville, right? Not the projects, but yeah. across the street though. Okay. Like, uh, across the table. Right across. Stanley. 
Yeah. Behind this uh, police department that's like on the side of the E-way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how'd you survive and overcome those rough beginnings for you? Just stay focused. I mean, I've always been like, I've always wanted some money. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, I've always just been scheming up different ways to make a little money. Yeah. coming up. Like, my mama made me get a job at 14. Really? Yeah, she made <laughs> me get a job at 14. Like, so, that just immediately just put in my mindset, you know what I'm saying? I lost I lost jobs and did all that bullshit growing up. So, like, but I always was hustling some kind of way. Yeah. Some money somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Louisville's the uh, most dangerous city in Kentucky. Um, how old were you when you jumped off the porch and then into the streets? i say, like, 14, 15. Yeah. When I got into high school. Okay. Then, yeah. Were there any OGs in the street that guide you? My big bro, YC. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he took me up on his wing when I was like 14. Okay. And just taught me everything I needed to know. Like, not just like streets, just like, just had to be a grown ass man, you feel mm-hmm. me? Like shit. Yeah. Because I just had like my mama, my sister in the house for real, my granny. Okay. Um, like from 10. You feel me? Yeah. And you didn't start rapping until you were 15, right? Yeah. What motivated you to start then? My nigga got locked up okay. for, some, for some little bullshit. Yeah. He was locked up for like, uh, he got locked up like toward the beginning of the school year type shit. Then like halfway through the school year, his sister called me and was like, everybody take him out to YC and send him to camp. And when hmm. she originally told me that, she told me they would send him to camp for like, a year and a half or some two years or some shit. Oh, shit. So this is like, so like this whole time I've been waiting think he's going to get out toward the end of the year. But yeah. he said I got a call at the end of the year saying he ready to send somewhere else. And then I just started scraping up some money and hitting the studio hmm. and just booking a little time. And just At the time I was writing on my songs in my room and shit. So okay. I got to the studio and just run through that shit. Uh-huh. You know I mean? just do a light mix, whatever. I just put that shit up, just like just to say, free my nigga for real. At the beginning of every song and shit. Huh. So that was your motivation to start rapping then. Huh? Yeah, just say free my nigga, basically. Yeah. I just saying free bro. Yeah. And then one of your songs, uh, Southside Story, caught caught on fire locally. So what yeah. was that like watching that song blow up and people actually start fucking with you? Why well, he told me it was. He told me like when we shot the video that day. When we got done shooting the video, he told me when we dropped this tonight. Hmm. Your life don't change type shit. Hmm. We dropped the video. I post like a picture on Instagram the next day. I got like five hundred likes. Like, <laughs> oh shit! Feel me? I was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm famous or some shit. <laughs> but see, it was just the as is the beginning though. Yeah, that shit ain't do nothing. Made me hungry. Okay, made me more hungry and keep going. Yeah, feel me? Because we ain't even trying to just we ain't trying to run Louisville forever. Yeah, you can hmm. do that, but we ain't trying to do that. Yeah. What's the music scene like there in Louisville? It's a whole lot of talent. Yeah. A whole lot of uh, potential. Hmm. Yeah, a whole lot. Of, there's a lot of potential there. Yeah. Uh, do, the, do the artists there work together, or is it more of a competition? Competition type, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really. I ain't never been. Ever since I started rapping, I, I only pay attention to myself. I ain't hmm. never. Hey, yeah. What about the DJs in the city? Do they support the local acts? Mm-hmm. Okay. DJs be showing love, man. Shout out to DJ Jerry. Okay. Uh, showing love, man. Yeah. DJ Richie, he's a, another young DJ. He be running the city. 
his okay. parties and stuff. Yeah. So why'd you decide to pack up everything and head to Atlanta? Uh, I just feel like I got as far as I can get in Louisville, hmm. for real. Like, like I said, like I seen so like I watch so many people like live and die in Louisville. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, never go nowhere else. Yeah. So I'm like, I ain't trying to be that. Hmm. And even just as far as with music, I'm not. I'm like. I'm not saying I was the number one rapper at the time, but it was like, even if I was, like, I'm, I won't be the number one rapper in the world forever. Hmm. Like, that's not gonna go nowhere. Yeah. Ain't no money here. Yeah. So, you gotta expand. You can't be afraid to expand. So, I just came here knowing I would have to start our way over. Hmm. But. Yeah, why'd you choose Atlanta out of everywhere else then? It's the only other place I had some family here. Okay. My daddy's side of the family been down here. Okay. That. So originally I came from here. Yeah. And on the car ride down here, uh, you started practicing how to sing for the first time? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I had this Infinity G35, but I, my radio was broke. I didn't have no music in there. Oh, shit. So the whole ride was just silent. And I was just like, uh, I had that uh, Cowboy Envy Me song in my head. Okay. So I was just like, that kind of vibe. Hmm. And then I started uh, writing a song called Dirty Thirties. Like, yeah. My head, I just started playing on my vocals. Hmm. Yeah. Did you surprise yourself when you started singing? Yeah. But <laughs> I was like, I ain't, I ain't think I was like a singer, but I was like, I got something. Hmm. So I was like, I got to perfect it. I got to keep working on it. So as okay. I got to that, hey, kept working on it. I got with Danny and them in the studio, hmm. showed them, and we just been working on it. Yeah. How long did it uh, take you to get comfortable at singing? I, mean, I was comfortable from the jump. Yeah. I've always been comfortable with, like, just, you know what I'm saying? Just pronouncing myself or rapping or whatever. Like, can't be afraid to say that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because then you ain't going to know what, what to fix hmm. if you don't do it. Yeah. So, I was never like. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cut off. Ba da ba ba ba. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of pain in your music. Um, is recording therapeutic to you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I need yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Do you still write your music, or do you kind of just punch in now? All right, now and then, like, just randomly, if I'm out somewhere and a little. Something comes to my head, I might jot it down real quick on my notes on my phone, like a little line or something, but no, nah, I don't hmm. write no more. Yeah. So I move her. We got the studio like at the crib, so oh, I was okay. able to hear me. So I just go to the studio. And like and then also like before I move her, it was just like YouTube beats and shit. Hmm. When I move her, I got in the in, in the studio with Denny and them and we start cooking up like like beats there, like that just for me, like, oh, okay. fit me, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I just had time to just be creative while I'm there in the studio. I'm not in Louisville paying somebody yeah. to, for an hour, four hours, and mm -hmm. just punching the clock and just trying to get me in and out from that. Like, it wasn't like it. Yeah. I had people, like a team, I was able to work, get creative for real, see what I can do. Mm-hmm. Yep, I got you. Back in July, you released your single, Old Streets, that blew up. Um, did you know that song was going to be a hit when you had first recorded it? I knew it was going to be a hit when I posted the freestyle and it just started going. Yeah. Viral. I was like, 
That's what they want. (laughs) It would be dumb to give them anything else next. Yeah. Yeah, that clip was all over the place, all over IG. Yeah, Everyone picked up on that one. Instagram and Twitter. Yep. And that song is co-produced by your younger brother, uh, Buster Keys. And that was the first song he produced, right? Yeah, I ended up, uh, he got the Kentucky Derby back home. Yeah. So um, when that came, I went back home for a week, for Derby week to do shows, like the whole week. And I left Buster in Atlanta at the studio with the guys. Mm-hmm. So when I left, he ain't know how to produce or none of that. I came back a week later, and then he said he knew how to make beats. Huh. And that was like the first beat he showed me. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. What'd you think? Did that shock you? Yeah. <laughs> but I like the beat. I love the beat though. Yeah. So I was like, I got like immediately. I had a, like a little melody immediately mm. as soon as I heard it. Mm. I just got some more words real quick. Where not say I got the phone. Hmm. Yeah. So it spoke to you that quickly, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you and your brother are very close. Uh, can you talk about your two relationship? Yeah. We uh we grew up together in my daddy's house up until I was eleven. He was 10 hmm. and got split up through like the court system or whatever. Huh. So I ain't seen him since since then. And then we linked back up uh, like last year. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. Like before I even turned 18. Okay. I had uh, I was living with my granny at the time. And I was just like, hmm. went to go find my brother type shit. Yeah. So that was before you moved to Atlanta, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Soon, soon as we got back together, me and him. No, no, no. Yeah. As soon as we got back together, me and him came in. Yeah. Okay. Came okay. In. That's what's up. And uh, that video has done over two million views now on World Star. What was it like watching that thing just rack up all those views? The music video. Yeah. That's a lot of views. That's the most views I've never had on a music video. So yeah, it feel real good. It's mm-hmm. like accomplishment. The first million feel good. Like when I hit the first million, I was like. <laughs> feel me? Yeah, you knew you million, had something good. then, huh? Yeah, two million is good though. I want five million, two yeah. million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're halfway there. I think it's at two point four million right now, so it's still growing too. Mm-hmm. Um, you signed with Warner now. How did that deal come together? Uh, I met with them, and they just seemed like the uh, most genuine people for real. Cause like in my head, like. I already know like our labels are capable of, of money, so I wasn't really paying attention to the money. Hmm. I was looking for like everything else, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Were other labels reaching out to you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you're only nineteen years old. Um, what advice do you have for other young artists who may be going through the similar situation who are getting courted by the labels and all that? Uh I say the don't have too many people in your earth. One, hmm. the few people that you do have in your ear, make sure it's the people that you trust. You know what I'm saying? That have already been showing you that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and stay true to yourself. Stay true to yourself. Know who you are. Like, don't get distracted by hmm. the things they're going to try to distract you for. Hmm. Well, that's solid advice right there. Uh, last month, you dropped your new single, uh, Dreaming. What can you tell us about this song? Uh, I love that song. That song was just the song I did in the studio, just just uh, on the fly, just like I was just feeling the beat, like you said, just punching in. But uh, that song it means a lot to me. Yeah. You feel me? Like as far as like when I say things like 
if I tell you I love you, then I really mean it. Like, hmm. like things like that. Yeah. And that song has done really well, too, over a million streams just on Spotify. Uh, do you care about numbers like that, streaming numbers? I don't even. Like, when you tell me these numbers right now, this is when I'm hearing them. Okay. So you're not sitting there checking them? And, nah, nah. Like, my, uh, my big bro and my manager, they be keeping me, try to keep me up to date on it. But yeah. I be high most of the time, so I don't know. <laughs> feel me? Yeah. That's not your focus. But I don't pay attention to that because yeah. I feel like numbers, I feel like numbers, uh, even if you don't feel like they do, I feel like once you look at numbers, they kind of set a limit on your creativity. So I don't hmm. try to look at none of that. Like, I just, I always tell myself, I tell other artists, like, you got to love your music before you expect them to love your music. So I make music that I like. Yeah. It's just, they like it too, then that's just how it's going to go. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, you're just more focused on making the music, not really caring about the numbers and all that with it. Mm-hmm. And LeBron James posted a video on the story of him listening to the song in the locker room. Yeah. What was your reaction when you saw that? That was crazy. That was crazy <laughs> for sure, because that's LeBron James. So yeah. That mm-hmm. was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, you know, he's gotten that reputation over the years, you know, him always playing music or rapping along to it. So, yeah, I'm sure you saw a good increase, whether it's the streams or followers coming up to you once they hear, like, LeBron James listening to your stuff, yeah. you know. And uh, you got a new track with Sonny Digital on the way. Yeah. What, what was it like working with Sonny? That was big. Like, bro, a real nigga. Yeah. Yeah, I fuck with Sonny. Yeah. That's a bro. So, he be in the stool, just chilling, smoking, just rapping. He be giving me advice and shit on just. Yeah. Not even just music, just on life and shit. You yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, he's a real nigga. But that song is coming soon. That's called uh, New Shoes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Did he produce it too, or? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I ain't produced the beat. Yeah. Man, that's hard. Yeah. That like is. some gospel, like some other gospel shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you working on the new project right now? Uh, yeah. I got project. I got I got project on the way. Uh, I got EP on the way. Okay. So. Yeah, you got a title for it yet? Pre-game rituals. Hmm. Yeah. Why'd you choose that title? I mean, it's 2K baby. <laughs> yeah. Put two and two together. Yeah. Baby. No, that's all right. Uh, what producers have you been working with on this project? Uh, I got to go through the checklist again. I ain't going to lie. Okay. That's yeah. all right. Um, what about guest features besides Sunny Digital? Anyone else you've been working with? Mm, I mean, I always work with my little brother Buster. I always work with Danny, Allen, um, AK. I got a producer, AK, back home in Louisville. Okay. It's ignorant. Yeah. 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 Uh, Yeah, yo. Shout out, yeah, yo. Okay. Yeah. You got a release date of mine for this EP? Next year. Next year? Okay. Yeah, be expecting it 2020. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What are your expectations when you drop this project? They gonna feel me. Hmm. Yeah, they gonna really feel me. That's all I gotta say. What are some of your goals for 2020? Uh, I just want to go crazy with this music. Like, I'm ready to start doing big ass shows and shit like that. Like, hmm. family, yep. really shake shit. That's yeah. what I'm ready to do. 2020, just drop. Hmm. You know what I'm saying, drop, drop. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And they just gonna eat that shit up. Yeah. You have a lot of unreleased music you're sitting on right now. Hell yeah. yeah. Like O Streets was unexpected. Like I said, like when I shot like since I'm since I moved down here to Atlanta, 
me and my little brother, like I said, we don't know nobody. So we just, other than going to the mall or, I mean, before all this shit, we used to just pull up on just parties and shit. We went and buy this who we just seen on social media shit. Other than that shit, we was in the studio every day. Just mm. I was perfecting my craft, just yeah. recording, just stacking up songs. And then O Street, that freestyle blew up. Yeah. So out of nowhere. And I was already sitting on songs since then. Hmm. And since then, I ain't stopped recording. Yeah. So I got a lot of music. Hmm. A lot of music. Yeah. I've only released Old Streets and then Dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> and then I released uh, you know, remixes whenever it's on, on some fly shit. Whenever yeah. I feel like I, put, I need to put something out. But as far as like my original songs, my real music, that shit's loaded. Hmm. One ahead, just ready. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What else you working on right now, 2K, baby? Shoot. Uh, life. Hmm. I'm just trying to make sure I'm on the on 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 the uh, on the track I want to be on. The I see myself like being an old old ass nigga somewhere and real peaceful. Like I want a real peaceful life. Like hmm. shit. So like my biggest right now I'm working on just keeping all that shit right because mental health is everything. Oh yeah. So, but mm-hmm. I'm always working on music. That's automatic. Like they don't stop. Yeah. So, I just be recording songs and then just stuffing them in the in the box and then figure out what I want to do with them later, what project I want to put them on. Yeah. Cause I already got my EP in my head. I got hmm. my mixtape in my head. I got my albums in my huh. head. All that shit. So I'm just waiting on the fans to turn up. Huh. When they start turning up, that's when I'm gonna start turning up. Turning okay. up. You feel me? Yeah, that's what's up. All right. Yeah. Anything else you wanna add? So I'm from Louisville, from the South Side. You ain't never tell me get up now. I got some cheddar, got no time to catch up, yeah. Niggas wanna get ahead of sitting from the neck up, but you better not test us, yeah. All my niggas really need me. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.